Hey, everybody. What's going on? How are you? Welcome to a new year, and welcome to a new episode of the Chris Czar Show. Show what up, motherfuckers? Your boy just got locked in to a new apartment downtown, and I'm fucking hyped, bro. Technically, you could call it a loft. It does have stairs that goes up to the place where the bed is. Now, are there any true walls in this space? Mm, not exactly. But hey, <laughs> uh, if I need to go into a room that is, you know, not the living room, kitchen, closet, bedroom, I can go into the bathroom or maybe the storage closet. <laughs> All for 2300 a month. Woo! Hype, 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 hype. Yeah. Um, but it is in a decent spot downtown. It's like I can leave my apartment and not immediately step on a needle or dog shit or human shit or I was going to think of a, another type of shit. Bullshit. There we go. <laughs> Just had to give me a minute there. Um, but I can leave my apartment without stepping on a needle or any type of shit. <laughs> uh, Petco Park, only a few blocks away. So I can go down and listen to the Padres. Yeah, which, very exciting for your boy. Uh, there's a gym that's like 150 a month. <laughs> Fucking it. That's just a few blocks away. I, I think I'm just going to visit that one every once in a while. Take the $20 drop in. You know, so that way I can get a proper bench, a little sauna, a little jacuzzi, and you know, all the other times use my bullshit gym at home. <laughs> Not at home, in the apartment complex, which is my home, I think. But uh, I'm looking forward to that initial moment on the move-in. Um, most of my stuff is in storage, and I've already paid for the month away. So, because it's paid for anyway, I'm just going to take my time putting stuff in the right place and enjoy how little it takes to make a man happy. <laughs> like, you go into any woman's apartment, and there is shit everywhere, and it's either shit everywhere in an orderly fashion and the plants are healthy or it's shit everywhere in a chaotic fashion and they're complaining that all their plants are dead <laughs> so you know for your boy might as well just crack out the camping chairs get a little tv tray and call that my dining setup and when i have friends over Go over to the rack with the three other TV trays <laughs> and uh, 
pull out the chair from my desk and say, hey, dinner for two. (laughs) One thing that I am looking forward to about this place is, for one, it's not like 200, 300, 400 square feet. Thank God. Because for a while there, every place I was looking at in San Diego was fucking 2,400 for 400 square feet. (laughs) Get the fuck out of (laughs) here. What is this? San Francisco? Is this New York City? No. It's San Diego. And it shouldn't be like this. But say lovey. Or as we say in San Diego, surf's up. <laughs> no, that's not us. Are you supposed to surf? No, no, you don't have to surf here. Go to a park, be a hiking person. You can be uh, an East County racist. <laughs> a lot of ways you could go. But yeah, I got more than, I got that extra 200 square feet, which means I'll have a dedicated place to hopefully, ideally, create a sound treated set instead of doing it from this hard wall hard floor open air yoga studio (laughs) i'm currently employed in and i have the keys to and i can be here at any time but you know it's fucking i'm facing a wall (laughs) so times are good and I'm heading into my 30s. So, getting my first very own place is rad. No roommates. Holy fuck. Um, No tapestries, likely, in this one. (laughs) And pretty proud of myself. Pretty fortunate. That's honestly, I feel more fortunate than proud. Yeah. Had to do the work to scrape together <laughs> a sound enough financial basis to be issued <laughs> this studio. And I had a secure place during a downtime, but not walking myself back anymore here. Prime opportunity. That's the ticket. It just feels so prime. And what am I going to do with it? Hopefully a lot more than I did in my 20s. Because in my 20s, you know what I did? Masturbate. (laughs) Right? A lot of self-pleasure. in you know, the literal and metaphorical sense of the term. And it was great. Right? Because in your 20s... What you get to do is enjoy yourself, really. That's what it seems like anyway. I mean, yeah, studs out there building their dreams, becoming officers in the military or Aaron Judge, hundreds of millions of dollars locked up in contracts. Some of my friends built a business, which is sick. You know, they're already doing the whole boats in Amalfi Coast type of thing. Um getting engaged to a stunning blonde with just the right work amount of done on her to be questionable (laughs) 
of whether or not it was purchased <laughs> and not famous enough to have a photographic track record <laughs> that can be found by the paparazzi. I'm sure if you dig into the Instagram, you can find a thing or two, you know, like a hint. Like, oh, you did. You did have a boob job. <laughs> and you should be proud of it. That's nice. That's nice. It's hard to tell. Yeah, some women, though, that's like all they got. <laughs> it's like, hey, I got two kids and a boob job. <laughs> that's what I got to offer. Yeah. Well, hold me. I deserve the world. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not bitter. I'm, I'm not like that. But I am inspired. You know, I want to be that guy. I want to take a boat off the Amalfi Coast. Prime weather. Have a smoking blonde that I can see in the mirror. Huh? That's Is that me? <laughs> That's fucking stupid. <laughs> Comedy. Um, and I uh, fucking... What am I saying? I could do all that here. <laughs> San Diego's got a bay. We got weathers. And we got the bays. Hey, oh. So, not make enough money to buy a house out here, which a milli minimum. That's what it's becoming. It's like, hey, I saw this sign. Worth a million. It's a fixer upper. So, we're asking for 700,000. It's like, get the fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> a fixer upper should not have like a two or a three in it. You know, that's a, that's a fixer. That's a fixer upper. Cause you fix it up. It becomes like a half mil six, maybe a seven house, but it's just an ordinary middle-class neighborhood. Wait, since when do middle-class people have million dollar homes? Tell me <laughs> San Diego. And how many millionaires do you have? Not that many, not that many. We're getting more though. And, San Diego just fucking blew up last year. Jumping the most expensive cities to live in list. 50 to like 17 or something like that. See more athletes move to San Diego. Maybe because, yeah. Oh, there is a training center out here in Carlsbad. And Carlsbad is where Tony Hawk is from. So. We got some sports out here in San Diego. And if I was an athlete, I'd want to be here too. Unfortunately, the only sport we got in this town is the Padres. So you're not going to win a championship too. It's like, have one or the other. Nice life or championships. <laughs> right now, Buffalo's choosing championship <laughs> that's what they're aiming for <laughs> yeah that's what they're hoping for anyway yeah and as a as a formal football player i'm actually surprised how little attention i give to fucking football man is it because i have enough going on in my life already pretty much you know and i don't have cable tv and I don't live for the weekend. I work on the weekend. <laughs> Comedian life, right? That and moonlighting as a bartender so I can afford my rent. But 
Fuck me up, fam. Fuck me up. But hey, you got New Year's resolutions, right? What are you aiming for? Looking to be lean this year? Looking to make more money than you've ever had before this year? Looking to crush the debt off your list? I'm sure everybody has something like that on their list. And you know what's going to happen? Come next December? Uh, feed me cake. Give me donuts. Pizza. I deserve it. <laughs> fuck the abs. Fuck the money. And fuck you. <laughs> to both, you know, the people that were supposed to be loving and the resolutions. <laughs> yeah, this year, for my resolutions, I have an aim to put out my first recorded sets ever recorded being through video at the comedy club and yeah this is gonna be open mic stuff of course because i haven't been paid for a gig yet no and i think that's fair still a few years into this still mediocre <laughs> Learning not to laugh at my own jokes, even though I'm having fun, I'm having fun. I'm not laughing just to fucking encourage other people to laugh. No. And I've gotten a lot better at not laughing nervously because <laughs> we'll do that, right? But when I watch great sets, the crowd is roaring with laughter while the comic is often holding a face and being on the other side of the make and uh, being on the uh, other side of the mic sorry about that tongue twister the presentation of what you're doing with your hands or the emotion they have on your face whether or not you're raising your eyebrows i know all that stuff is somewhat premeditated it's it's meant to be it's meant to convey something or to serve as the absurd opposite which is rad you know sometimes when you see how the sausage is made it makes it worse both comedy makes it a little bit better adds a little bit adds some magic to it you know you appreciate i appreciate the art form man yeah man the art form man <laughs> i'm an artist do I want to get free money? Is that only in like San Francisco or something? <laughs> I'm a starving artist. Fun me. <laughs> yeah. Now, most people that I know who call themselves artists are just druggies. <laughs> that's, that's just what they do. You know, it's like they, they, they take the drugs on the weekend. They listen to all the uns, 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 <laughs> And they fucking twirl lights <laughs> or something like that, you know. Ecstatic body work. That's what the girls say. I'm ecstatic dancing. It's a woman's circle. $88 exchange. To sing and wear lingerie and be wild. Yeah, maybe a little bit lesbian. 
or maybe a little bit of a witch coven. Could get a little bit witchy. Could be a little bit gay. What's the difference? <laughs> There's that one. <laughs> I'm a little bit stressed. I'm not going to front. Yeah. I'm a little bit stressed about things like, uh, you know, the adult things. Fucking having insurance. <laughs> yeah. You know, making rent. Uh, doing both. <laughs> I know. Tough gig. Tough thing to put together, but surf's up. <laughs> yeah, I'm stressed out. And I think that there's some things in my control which I can do to remove my stress. So like take for example, the rent thing. Been working the numbers a little bit. There's gonna be some parts of the year where well, I'm gonna be able to make rent every month. It's just a matter of whether or not I'm also going to be able to eat. <laughs> and so I think the perfect solution for that is to become a little bit more woke and try intermittent fasting, which will be convenient because I'm broke, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like, Hey, Hey man, have you tried intermittent fasting? Yeah, man, I do it. You don't do it. That makes me better than you. And it helps, right? You know, it keeps the fat off and keeps the bank account a little bit higher. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, meal prepping too. For Christmas this year, I got a fucking... Yeah, this, this is how you know you're about to head into your 30s. My <laughs> One of my Christmas gifts this year was literally Tupperware. Woohoo! <laughs> it's like this is nice this is really nice thank you like i don't even i don't have a pan right now I'm fucking couching it at the moment but thanks <laughs> oh so it's so you can meal prep like, thanks ma <laughs> yeah, i think you may be eating out a little bit you gotta like got a little some something on the hips <laughs> yes thank you i needed to be reminded that yeah. <laughs> yeah, but good news is I'm not so fat that if I stretch some type of way that it doesn't disappear, right? If I just stretch a little bit this way. Oh, uh, yeah. See, no 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 fat on my hip over there. I mean, on the other one, yeah, you can see it feel a little bit of a roll. But if I stretch this way a little bit, yeah. There <laughs> you go. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm disgusted with myself. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm disgusted is a little bit aggressive of a word, and I do think I have a little bit of body dysmorphia, and for as long as my hormones have <laughs> been activated, um, and some doctors are all like. Your hormones are always the since you've been born. They're just you've been growing. What do you mean? Uh, what I mean? <laughs> thank you, science side of uh, podcast land. <laughs> Is that ever since my balls dropped, I've always strived to be sexy, like strong, undeniably sexy. 
That's so vain. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> hearing myself say that, that's, that's terrible. But because of that, you know, if I if I'm not in top form, I see myself in the mirror and I'm like, you fat, sad piece of shit. <laughs> Look at those cheeks. Huh? What are you going to do with that? Who's going to love you with those things? <laughs> yeah, that's fucking every man's dilemma. I would love to eat everything. However, if I do, I'll look like Peter Griffin. Or I'll look like an old John Travolta. <laughs> or insert any celebrity who has let themselves go. Or, you know, a celebrity who let themselves go and turn it into a career-reviving role. See Brendan Fraser in the aptly name The Whale. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, that guy. That guy was a fucking stud muffin, man. You watch those old mummy movies? Jeez, dude. You see that guy in there and you're all like, how could anybody be more handsome than that? And then you see James Franco and you're like, fuck. <laughs> I see. That's possible. And I know some people are like, what about James Dean? What about Heath Ledger? I'm like, they're dead. <laughs> yep. Necrophiliac motherfucker. <laughs> you know what? I think that explains the murder porn that women are into. They're secretly necrophiliacs. But instead of wanting to fuck the dead people, they just want to see people die first and fuck the person that killed them. It's just like marriage. <laughs> just like marriage. <laughs> but uh, artfully portrayed. <laughs> That's that's the only explanation. That's really the only explanation I have. Because every woman I know is into it. I don't know a single woman who's like, yeah, I don't, I'm not really into it. You know, I don't, I don't listen to murder podcasts or watch murder documentaries or even have a favorite serial killer. You know, every woman has at least one serial killer that they think is smoking hot and. <laughs> but they're gonna continue to defend themselves as though we're not crazy <laughs> okay <laughs> that dude butchered people <laughs> chopped arms chopped legs chopped head stinky apartment you're gonna fuck him <laughs> like hey at least he has tools okay mr tv tray and office chair for a dining table. <laughs> this guy's got a dream. He's making it happen. <laughs> yeah, and he'll love me. He hates everybody else, but he loves me. Yeah, that's another thing that I hear women love. Yeah, they want to fall in love with a strong man who can provide and doesn't like anybody except her. Yeah. They want to be his world. <laughs> Okay, sure. You and what? Your fake boobs and two kids? <laughs> That's so rude. I should probably... Uh, 
think of another one. All right. Let's see. Mm, nah, I got nothing. <laughs> I was like, think of influential women. And immediately I went to Mackenzie Scott, formerly Bezos. It's like, I had... <laughs> she's successful because she divorced the man <laughs> who was worth so much that when they got divorced, he lost his wealth and they both stayed in like the top 20 of richest people in the world. <laughs> like that's how much wealth that man built. So yeah, I don't know. I'm sure she's great. Actually, if I ever get a chance to meet Mackenzie Scott, you know, I'd probably, I'd probably smash. <laughs> stupid, bro. Fucking stupid. I don't know. I would really like to know though. Like, Hey Mackenzie, what's it like, uh, being on this side? of your life you know you got all the money in the world and as far as i know anyway my internet hasn't told me you don't have a man on your arm and you probably what the fuck uh, do you even need a man now it's like with that much money you could probably have the best sex toys in the world <laughs> well that'll take care of that no problem you already got the money home check so what's left sugar baby that's me. <laughs> Sign me up. I'm down. Ask my mom. I give the best foot massages. And it won't be creepy. It'll be awesome. Leave some yoga for you. Tell you some jokes. Have a strong, strapping young lad to have on your arm. <laughs> or maybe she'll take the, the J-Lo route. It's like, hey, if you're a man under 35, useless. Useless. <laughs> Can you believe she said that? Yeah. I was 35 or 33, something like that. Now, can you imagine if any man, like, let alone a man who's collected engagement rings like they're fucking Thanos, <laughs> if any man was all like, women under 35, useless. <laughs> women under 30, useless. Women under 25, perfect. <laughs> hey, Leo. No, he's, he's, he's grown up a little bit. He's got changed that meter to 27. Yeah. He's got 50s coming up, so you got to change the scales a little bit. <laughs> it's like that Dan Soder bit about being 29 and dating. It's like you're, you're in between not going to step on this joke but he makes a really good point it's like dude you can't be 29 and dating 18 to 22 year olds that's a fact dude it's like what the fuck are you van wilder you don't look like ryan reynolds it's not a movie don't do that <laughs> but you know it's if you're not dating 18 to 22 which you shouldn't be no uh, and if too young to marry a properly mature woman because older women they're not going to go for a younger man if he's you know fucking balling maybe but then what the fuck is he doing with her <laughs> right so 29 is a an in-between place and <laughs> why 
do I always feel like I'm getting the very end of the good and the best has already passed and what's waiting for me is just <laughs> I don't know I don't know but I'm glad that uh I got to see Swedish House Mafia on the one last tour even though they were fucking liars one last tour yeah one last tour for um, a decade and then we'll fucking do another arena tour and make another hundred milli <laughs> you fucking cunts yeah or to be alive for avici levels that was so off key this fucking feedback in the headphones it's getting to me a little bit Fuck that fucking. <laughs> I'll have to fix that. But yeah, alive for Avicii, alive for Alesso, alive for all the optimism which you can find in the 2012 Tomorrowland after movie. Yeah, just pull it up on YouTube and be like, wow, so much optimism. <laughs> yeah, 2008 crashed. That's a four years behind. At 9-11, about a decade ago. That's so much optimism right now. Let's go. To Belgium. Belgium. There are two things I hate in this world. People who hate other people for their cultural differences. No, fuck. People who hate other people for their cultural indifferences. And the Dutch. <laughs> Yizzer. I don't know. Why the fuck did I do that? The Dutch and Belgian? That's not even, that's not even the same thing. At least in like the same part of the world? I don't know. <laughs> they both like drugs? I'm not sure. <sighs> Before I go. I love you. I do. You know, I I think I said that in the last episode. And all the people that share this podcast and all the people that follow this podcast, all less than a hundred of you <laughs> at this point. But the work that we're doing together, according to Spotify, on the Spotify platform, means that top 15, top 10, like hitting those percentiles, baby, it means a lot. And in the words of the great Duncan Trussell, speaking to my handful of fans here, I do this for you. <laughs> so happy new year. Um, don't set your aims too high. Fucking make one of your resolutions, get a haircut so you can <laughs> check off at least one thing on uh, what you got coming up this year. And let's be better to one another this year than we have at all uh, in the 20s. Yeah, that's what I got. Praise Thor. Love you. See you next time. Peace.